All right, Dave Plyer, 720 WGN. So DNA evidence speaks when victims can't. There are over 100,000 cold cases in America, and only about 1% are ever solved. And increasingly, advancements in forensic science are key to cracking these long-running mysteries. Cold Case Files, DNA Speaks is a new 10-part documentary series focusing on murder cases that remain unsolved for decades. And to talk about it all is an icon of Chicago television news, one of America's most public media personalities, He's my friend. It's my pal, Bill Curtis. Bill, how are you, buddy? David Plyer. David Plyer. Thank you. <laughs> how are you? How's your summer been? Uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, temperature hasn't uh, hit anything but 72 degrees. We've got rain when we need it and when we don't. So it, it's been great. And, you know, we're adapting to a world. I'm broadcasting from my house, right. as we did with Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me right. uh, during the pandemic. And uh, now you don't want to leave. Not right. <laughs> right. Comfortable. And, and the mics are good. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Well, I also know you're you're working on a new book. So how's the new book coming along? Long. And uh, <laughs> yeah. we got to cut it down. But, you know, I covered four trials of the century. Richard Speck, Charles Manson, Conspiracy, and Angela Davis. And they're, they're a book in themselves yeah and uh, then i go into individual stories uh that i covered in la where i was correspondent and back here agent orange uh, on channel two and uh so that is another book so i'm trying to figure out with a publisher how do we organize this and cut it down so people will actually read it? Yeah, you know, though, but you've had quite a ride. I mean, you know, you're looking back every day at such a long and successful career. It's it's hard to fit it into all one book, you know? Well, maybe two books. Yeah, uh, could be. And one, I want to talk to uh, law students because I left uh, my uh, graduating class and passed the bar in Kansas mm-hmm. in 1966. And virtually the day... Um, that they caught Richard Speck, or close to it, uh, I <laughs> rolled into town. And, you know, suddenly I'd been blown out of Kansas by a tornado. Um, yeah. I happened to be on the air, so made the big jump uh, to Chicago. And um, so, okay, they have Speck. They have um, yeah, absolute evidence, you know, from fingerprints to uh, DNA wasn't uh, a player in those days, right, 66. Right. Um, well, I get I get to the point and everybody's ready to go. Prosecutor Bill Martin uh, said, OK, we I even have an eyewitness, Corazon Amaral, and he keeps her hidden for a year to then spring her on the trial and point her finger and say he's the man. But um we had two, and nobody really either knows it or remembers, two landmark Supreme Court decisions right. that came down virtually in the in the same time frame. One was Sam Shepard, convicted of killing his wife, in which the Supreme Court uh, described the trial as a Roman circus. I mean, the reporters filled, there were no spectator seats left. The reporters filled the Cleveland um, uh, newspaper every day. They were making up stories. And the reporters were so close to the jury, they could reach out and touch them and talk to them on the way after the court. Uh, I mean, it, it was amazing. So in come, comes the modern trial. 
you seal right, them off. Right. You can't uh, take a picture. And, and then the other one was uh, old uh, the Miranda rules. Mm-hmm. He was uh, caught in Arizona, and it was uh, Earl Warren who said, well, we've got to make some rules for these cops. They have to tell a guy that, uh, you know, okay, you've, you've been arrested, but what you say can, can be held against you, along with a, a couple, nine other points. I told mm-hmm. the uh, Cook County uh, uh, law enforcement folks meeting at uh, DuPage College uh, just this week that uh, <laughs> I'm going to read them all for you because you probably <laughs> never get through them. Yeah. You know, when, when you're doing the arrest. Well, you had. <laughs> so he is having to fight two landmark. Am I go- and, you know, Speck never got the Miranda rulings. Right. Uh, they waited three weeks before even interrogating him to make sure that they had a mountain of evidence that, you know, the judge would say, okay, well, Let's go ahead with the trial. But they moved it to Peoria. and But but you see how uh, these big trials, you know, one, they have another story behind the headlines and their books in themselves. So You know, it, you talk about these cases like they were yesterday. And I know that's how cathartic it is when you're writing your book because yeah. you're walking through history and mm. remembering all these great details, right? And, and your own history. Yeah. Um, I, I would recommend doing the memoir, you know, for everybody because you can see it again. And especially when your attention is so riveted and focused yeah. Yeah. so that, um, you know, you remember everything. Yeah. Now, yeah. maybe you didn't, maybe you don't remember it accurately. So fortunately, <laughs> there's a little thing called the Internet. That's true. And, yeah. and they come back. Yeah. And, with some uh, facts, so that's yeah, good. Exactly. yeah. Oh my God! You were talking yeah. about being blown out of Kansas with a tor- tornado. You were Tony Curtis when you were in Kansas. Oh, Kurt- Tony Cur- Curtis with a K. <laughs> Curtis with a K at Color Channel fourteen ninety, <laughs> and the Sonoramic Cruiser will bring you the news. And uh, Professor Joe Jasmobot, the Professor of College of Knowledge, will be here at midnight. I think I told you this, but Tommy Edwards, who was with Larry Lujak for years, said. I got into radio because of Tony Curtis. Curtis oh, with a K. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, he's, yeah. he's being nice. <laughs> he, he's a good talent, great it's, talent. Uh, and we followed each other. You know, one nice thing about the Midwest, uh, which uh, you reflect, too, is that we really don't have the accent no. uh, that you have on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Boston or New York. And um, so, so we have a head start. On so many people, Johnny Carson from Nebraska, yeah, right? Very true. And Floyd Calber was there, so yeah, no question. Something, no question. Well, you know, and investigative journalism has always been your thing, and and cold case files. You're so associated with that show, and now here's this new show, uh, yeah. Cold Case Files DNA Speaks, and. You know, the thing about this, you know, DNA has really changed the course of everything and criminal investigation, hasn't it? Yeah, everything. We tend to think of it now as the, the miracle who can, uh, can just, uh, oh, it's DNA, so he's got to be guilty. Well, that uh, is not quite that the case. Yeah, right, right. Um, we have 10 uh, stories that are both human stories and... Um, the story of law enforcement now trying to apply DNA. You know, as I said, uh, 66, uh, they knew of DNA, but it was really not applicable because they hadn't yet 
invented the PCR machine, polymerase uh, uh, DNA. So you can amplify a small sample and be able to use it in court or follow it. Now we talk about genealogy of DNA, which is taking a sample and blowing it up to the family tree and through CODIS, which is a computerized DNA bank, uh, where hopefully all the uh, criminals uh, are recorded, um, you find out if there's anyone in there with a match. And you can build this family tree. Right. Now, cold cases are very often the guy next door. Mm-hmm. Or somebody within the family knows what happened. But they were they started with a secret and then say, oh, he's not going to get away with it. I'm going to start talking. Well, the cops can follow this tree, and it's become a trail. Look at the Oregon um, four homicides out there. They were talking about DNA. Now, it can be, unless they have a good reason to believe that he was there, um, you know, they maybe maybe it came from somewhere else. Uh, they've matched that up. So the other side of the story is this uh, human side. And I think we, one, look at the development of DNA, but we also look at what it has meant to the victims, mothers, Very grandmothers, true. who sit at home watching television, and they have no closure. So every story carries perhaps a clue. They're the ones who then call the police. And the police probably have turned over a couple generations in there. and uh, But they never forget about it either. That's their life work. You know, I find that fascinating, too, because, you know, you got, you've got cases that are 50, 60 years old. And you're right, it is about solving the crime. But you're right, these families have absolutely no closure until something is just, I was reading this case uh, the other day, 1971, a 24 year old teacher in Vermont who was murdered, you know, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, was solved by DNA from, from the the lip marks on a cigarette butt that they had. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy to me. Yeah. We, we have a couple like that. And, and the police would sit out for two weeks waiting for the guy, the suspect to come out the door and leave something. I remember, um, uh, there's one he was eating he was at work and he was eating a one of these crackers and that was wrapped and uh he didn't finish it so he threw it in the trash boom they get it and well remember the um fast food chicken place here in chicago where they were taking it off food and it was a pizza uh in this recent uh gilgo beach Mm -hmm. uh, uh incident so they've, they've really worked on some wonderful ways to extract it, find it and extract it. But one thing that uh, begin, is beginning to haunt me, 14-year-old Nicole Smith was our first case, and she wanted to walk to school. And uh, the mother says, okay, you can go, but uh, be sure and stay with your friends. Well, the friends kind of went another way, and she decided to go where her mother was deeply, deathly afraid not to go down the path. This was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The path through the woods. Sounds like a, a formal yeah. uh, mystery story. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was shot twice in the face. Okay. Twice in the face. 
or a 14 year old girl and the mother lives her life is essentially over but she lives with that for the rest of her life suddenly she's wanting um that was 1995 she wants justice of some kind for nicole and then it comes too late for nicole and anyone else except uh, the mother who now can say justice I found justice. Absolutely. And it's like that because we see her talking and now they're willing to talk. Early on, you know, they didn't want to share the emotion and it was too great. But now they realize well, we're the last clue. Uh, but, and maybe getting it out there, somebody will see it. The FBI used to uh, kind of wave goodbye to us and didn't even want to talk to us. Right. Uh, fear of polluting a trial but now we're almost the first ones they call sure because we become extensions of their essentially voices do you think that dna in general uh has reduced crime over the years knowing the evidence is so much more clear to get a conviction that people might not be as impulsive to do something knowing that that could be tracked so easily i would like to say yes but look at the crime in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, okay. it just keeps going and going. As a matter of fact, I've been trying to figure out how can we apply DNA and genealogy DNA to the gang that drives four in a car down a street and sprays, uh, you know, the uh, uh, automatic weapon into a crowd yeah. and is killing children. Yeah. I mean, they have they have no remorse, uh, sort of no soul. No. It's just so I, I'm I'm not sure, yeah. you know, the local police will say the number of homicides are down. But then you stop and think, are these kids watching television and uh, aware of all these things? Right. I, I know more and more uh, young people are going into uh, justice uh, college yeah. and getting degrees. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. And they find that uh, you know they've gone beyond Perry Mason. That's true. Which was yeah. which was the which was why I went uh, became yeah, a right. lawyer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can see yourself, you know, in, in front of the judge in the trial, sure. ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Um, and now it's uh, back to the detective finding the perpetrator. Well, the show is Cold Case Files. DNA Speak streaming now on Hulu, and there's more with Bill Curtis next on 720 WGN. Dave Plyer with Bill Curtis here on 720 WGN. We're talking about new series, Cold Case Files, DNA Speaks. Um, you know, you were talking about your book earlier, Bill, and um, you said everybody should write one, right? Because, I mean, it's it's really telling your life story, and there's a guy sitting right next to me that wrote one, too. Uh, I, I, excuse me. I heard the voice on the intercom here in the newsroom, and then I look in the window, and I see Dave Plyer, and he's doing something. Whatever he's doing, it's got to be good. And I walk through the door, and then I recognize that voice. <laughs> there's, so, my, there's my favorite partner. <laughs> so I stopped in to say hello, to wish you well on, on the new show. So good well, for you. Good well, for you. Well, thanks, Walter. Um, you can do a perspective on it. Uh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I will for sure. Good to hear from you. 50 years, you guys. Uh, earlier years. this year is when it all started for you guys and getting paired up. And it was kind of, you guys have both talked to me about this before, but it was kind of an unlikely pairing, wasn't it? Well, yes. 
I mean, I was well, called back from uh, being a correspondent uh, in L.A. Favorite job? I, you know, I didn't want to go anyplace. And they said, oh, yeah, you can be Floyd Galbert or the single anchor or something. <laughs> oh, that didn't work. <laughs> so he walks into the station and he sees me sitting there. And then somehow the word gets back to him that it's not going to be a Bill Curtis show. It's going to be a Bill and Walter show. And he was ready to go home. But I wouldn't let him go because I knew yeah, he would be a good right. couple. Well, um, I, and I said, I've come all this way. Why not give it a try? <laughs> well, but, it worked. Uh, it worked. It, it, well, who and who knew? An odd couple, right? Yeah. Well, he Legendary. was going to be Leno Connor. Yeah. And uh, I was going to be Floyd Galbert. Right. And our, our genius bosses, uh, Van Sauter and Bob Wessler, whether they made the decision on the spur of the moment of watching us in rehearsal or they had it in mind all the time i don't know um, how I they did, figured I don't, I don't know how no. they figured it out in, in advance uh, bill I, I i tried to tell them that maybe they better not do this chicago's a very closed town when it comes to <laughs> yes. reporters and the politicians and i was a troublemaker and you well, heard about that so you uh -huh. ha you joined me and said, well, maybe it's not quite a good idea. But they insisted, and it turned out to be a very good idea because you yeah. were the Stentorian anchorman <laughs> on his way to replace Walter, Walter Frank, Frankheit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I and was you just... Were I was just a, yeah, that's right. And, and I was just a troublemaker in the news business in Chicago, and we didn't figure how we could make it a couple of years. But boy, it sure did work out because it sure did. Uh, I, I was the outside guy. This is what was amazing. I was the outside guy, and I like to go out on stories, right? And, uh, travel, and Walter would work harder than anybody I've ever seen on that minute and a half, 90 seconds of a perspective to go on every night. He'd make his calls. And uh, uh, I came to respect him as, as the best in the business. Uh, but anyway. Um, and it turned out, Bill, that we were in a good town for that because yeah. politics is so important in this town. Oh. Next to support, sports is probably the biggest subject ever covered. And we, yeah. we worked out ways to meld these two oddball personalities i think they thought i was too boring and oh. i needed uh you know a little uh, shot in the arm and you were exactly what was needed so it was a but i'm a troublemaker well, still am a, a story and i always tell people the story that you know i was so much of a troublemaker that bill had to be careful that i would mess up the whole show <laughs> So we had a way of understanding that if I was talking about some mayor or alderman who's in trouble or should be, and I got a little far over the edge, you'd tap me on the knee, and that was a sign that I'd better be careful. So I'd back off a little bit till you weren't listening, and I'd go at it again. Well, it's kind of like a big brother. You know, you say, hey, let's don't get sued out of a job. Right. Uh, but <laughs> but it worked uh, perfectly, and it was a great time. Legendary, great legendary time. duo on on one of the most iconic newscasts. And before I let you go, let me ask you this: like, was there a formula for that, or did you kind of just go with the flow and and it kind of came together as you went? You well, know, the news, yeah, you know, the formula was: it isn't pretty; it's real, and that means we're going to do it in the newsroom with all the energy of people writing. You can see them editing in back. And uh, we're journalists, you know, we're not happy talk. We're not right. here just to, uh, you know, kibitz uh, to the weatherman. And it established a new standard. Now everybody has an investigative unit. They may be out of a set, 
but uh, I, I'm very respective of the new reporters, their training, and I don't I can't remember them ever making a mistake in their stand-ups, and uh, they've got it down. Yeah, no question. Well, the new show, Cold Case Files, DNA Speaks, uh, streaming now on Hulu. Bill, always a pleasure. Walter, thanks for coming in and spending some time with us, and enjoy the rest of your summer. My best to Donna, by the way. Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, Walter, you can... Uh, uh, this gives you something to watch on, on the weekend. You could binge the whole thing. And I will, you can be sure. And if I don't think you're doing a good job, I'll call you up and tell you. <laughs> I was, I was well, afraid of that. Even if I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Well, that's great. Thanks. It's 720 WGN. <laughs>